in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, in the uh, volume 8 of the Holy Letters, and this is letter number 2292, Baruch Hashem, dated Yud Kislev, the 10th day of Kislev, Toshi Yudalim. Now the date itself, Yud Kislev, is the day that the Mitla Rebbe, that's the second Lubavitch Rebbe, was released from prison, it's a celebration, but also this is a preparation for Yutes Kislev, which was the day that the Alter Rebbe, Shner Zaman, he was released from prison. And the Rebbe, you know, uniquely writes El Anash, Anash means the Hasidim, An but the Rebbe also writes, Ve'el Yisrael, to all of our brethren, sons and daughters of Israel, Basher Heim Shom, wherever you are, Basically, most of the time a person writes a letter to an acquaintance or writes a letter to somebody who's in their circle. But Bnei of Bnei Yisrael are all in the Rebbe's circle. So the Rebbe is addressing a letter to all Jewish people, basically. He's sending a letter to all Jewish people, wherever they may be. Hashem Alei, may God be with them, Yichu, and live. Sholem Rav Ubracha. The Rebbe adds the word, usually he says Sholem Ubracha. Here the Rebbe writes, Sholem Rav. Lots of peace and blessing. And the Rebbe is going to write a letter of a uh, preparation, sort of, for Yutas Kislev when it's time of redemption. And the Rebbe is going to talk about a person redeeming themselves from their own personal situation and talk about the fact that we have a soul which comes from a very high place and then we have a body which is very physical, materialistic. And Hashem sends the soul into the body in order to work with the body and achieve greatness. And people should not indulge and spend their whole time on their materialistic and physical you know, wants and to reach more, but rather to see to it to feed their soul. Let's say as in connection to the festival of the day of re- the festival of redemption, which is the day of Yutes Kislev, the 19th day of Kislev, which is Geulas Rabbeinu Hazokin, that was the redemption of the Alter Rebbe, who was the author of the Tanya and the Shulchan Aruch, from his incarceration for spreading the teachings of Hasidus Chabad, its directives and its custom. So his redemption. And his exit to freedom are the beginning of going out to freedom of the entire Hasidic. It is the widening and the expansion of the philosophy and the lifestyle of Hasidus Chabad specifically and of Hasidus in general. The Rebbe says, I want to express hereby an inner blessing. That each one of one of us, men and women, should re- be redeemed and should free themselves, redeem themselves from all matters, from the inside, from the outside, that incarcerate and that oppose on the good part and the kindness that every Jewish person has. Basically, to free yourself, take the opportunity of the festival of redemption to free oneself from all his own inner incarceration. And so that that part, the part of good, kindness, that we all have inside, should be the dominant one, should be the ruler, 
and the person will become therefore a chosid. That means chosid means ki chasodim because you love kindness and you do kindness. And you cause kindness with your own soul and you cause kindness with somebody else through the tripled love, the triple love which is love of Israel, love of the Torah, and love of Hashem, which really is all essentially one. So basically the Rebbe gives first a general idea that one should free themselves from things that inhibit, things that oppose his freedom. His essence is good, his essence is kindness, and things that incarcerate that, free yourself of it, so you inside will come out. And that is through the three loves, love of Israel, love of Torah, love of Hashem. It is known, the saying of our sages, a blessed memory, that every soul and soul was standing in front of the holy uh, king, meaning that before the soul came down over here in this world, the souls were existent before Hashem, the holy king. Basically, these souls come from underneath the Kisei HaKavod, the throne of glory. This, these statements of our sages of blessed memory emphasize very much that which is obvious and simple. The purity, the, clear, the clarity of the soul, it's entirely spiritually. And in of itself, it has no connection to physical and materialistic matters. Certainly not to matters of desires, uh, wants that are aroused and come only because of the body and the animal soul. Yet, Hashem, the Holy One, Blessed He wanted, that this soul, which is a godly portion from above, should go down below, tered lamata, should go down below, should dress up in a physical body and a materialistic body, to be tied and united for many tens of years. Our soul and our body, Hashem wants them to be fused together. That means that for tens of years, Many tens of years, the neshama should be in a situation which is totally opposite its essence nature. The nature of the neshama is spirituality. doesn't have a connection of wants for material, physical needs. And yet, Hashem brings them together. Why? All this is in order to fulfill the mission of the Creator, to refine the body, and to illuminate the world, the matterly physical world, that belong to the person with the infinite light. Shem wants us to illuminate the world, to make them into a mikdash, a sanctuary, and a dwelling place for His blessed divine. And then, all the pains and the discomforts of the soul from being in this world, in the body, and in this physical world, is considered like nothing, because the reward, the good luck, eternal good fortune that it fulfills, merits through fulfilling the shlichus, this mission, are no comparison to the pains of this world that pass by. Hashem puts in, the Rebbe says, this neshama, which is pure, holy, spiritual, into this body, and it puts it through all these pains and discomfort 
that the body needs and the neshama is tied with it is so that it illuminates the world and illuminates the soul. It makes this place into a uh, a place where Hashem dwells and all the pain and all the discomfort have no comparison to the endless great reward for the soul. So, the Rebbe says it's very easy to understand how the soul is in pain and the depth of the pain that when the pains and the discomforts of the soul and the body you accept. In other words, if you don't care about your soul, you just go, you go along with your physicality and materialism. And not only do you go along, but you increase it, the pain of the soul, by chasing after materialism, physicality and materialism, and the intent, the real purpose. Why did this soul come down below? You can only achieve that through a life, daily life, based on the Torah mitzvahs. You don't pay attention to that. So even if occasionally and sometimes you get aroused, you awaken, but then it's only done in a way of rote, as if you're used to, trained to, and just to fulfill your obligation, but you don't really get involved. Besides the main part of it, that you lose the opportunity to fulfill the wishes of the command of the Creator, and the reward and the internal good fortune that comes through this, but this is something which defies this the healthy logic to chase and to take hold in the difficult bad part that is in life, which means that you enslave your soul and you depress it in going down to the body, and then you push away with both hands the good part, which is of the descent of the soul from this high roof into the deep pit, to the deep abyss, which would be the great elevation that comes through the observance of the wishes of the Creator. Basically, what the Rebbe is saying over here, that when you don't, uh, when you don't fulfill the purpose and make the elevation from the soul to elevate the body, to fulfill the mission, and then you on top of that go and chase more, so you're not only losing the opportunity to fulfill Hashem's will and the reward and the eternal good fortune, but it doesn't really make sense to go ahead and choose this difficult bad part of life, the materialism and the physicality, and to push away with both hands the opportunity, which is really the essence of the goal of the soul coming down from the high place to this. And this is where our rabbis tell us, a person does not violate a sin only if there is a spirit of foolishness enters him. Because this is obviously logical, even without having in depth at all, that since a person is against his will, you're alive. Because the neshama, which is a godly part of a ball, mamish from above, has to dress up in the physical body, which is dust from the ground for many tens of years. So the logical, the simple logic dictates that you have to work very hard to find the good that is hidden in it by living your daily life as the instruction of the teaching, the Torah of Hashem, that it should be in all your ways, you know, further matter in this. 
since the blessed Hashem, whose essence of goodness forces the soul to descend from this high rooftop to this deep pit in order to study Torah and to observe mitzvahs. So this is evidence, this is a complete proof how much important studying and maizah and action of mitzvahs. And from this we also know for sure, we have to say that it's impossible to reach to the goal only through this great descent. In other words, to be, according to the Torah, specifically on this earth. Had there been a lighter and easier, comfortable, more comfortable way, then blessed Hashem would not force the soul to descend from such a descent, one descent after another descent, from underneath the throne of glory till this low world, the lowest of all the worlds. Only over here, in the deep abyss, the deep pit, the neshama can reach the greatest of levels, above even the, the level of the angels. As the sages of blessed memories tell us, the tzaddikim are inside, more inner, in other words, closer to Hashem, even than the angels that serve. Basically, what the Rebbe is saying over here, that this is the goal. Hashem brought down the soul in order to do mitzvahs and study Torah. If Hashem had an easier way to accomplish that, what is accomplished through the soul, Hashem wouldn't, Hashem is good. Why does Hashem torture the soul, send it down to the physical world and force all different things on it if there was easier ways? It must be that is the only way. So when you deeply, when a person deeply thinks in his thought, the great advantage of Torah and mitzvahs, and specifically in this world, and that the Torah and mitzvahs are the only way that a person can reach the the goal that is hoped for, then you will come to a great joy for your lot, for your portion. That notwithstanding so many blockages and so many obstacles from the inside and from the outside. What does inside and the outside mean? That's my interpretation. Inside means your own desires. Outside means other people telling you, you know, influenced by other people, inside and outside, that you have in this world. And only then can you really fulfill truthfully in an inner Hashem's command, serve Hashem with joy. You'll be joyous for the opportunity. This style of service is the foundation. This is the foundation in the view of the Baal Shem Tov, as explained at length in the teaching of Hasidus Chabad, as it was instructed by the Alter Rebbe, who's the person of joy in this Yutas Kislev, in his Sefer Tanya chapter 26 and on, and chapter 31 and on, in a few lines which hold a lot, with blessing for a festival of redemption with the Rebbe's signature, and there's the footnotes. The very powerful Rebbe, the Rebbe is like, talking from his heart, telling everybody, it's time to wake up. It's a wake-up call. Time for redemption. Free yourself from your own uh, chains, from your own incarcerations. Appreciate the fact that you have an opportunity to serve Hashem through Torah and Mitzvahs in this world specifically. That's the ultimate goal. And then you will uh, be happy. And then you will be rejoicing that you have the opportunity 
and be with the great Simcha.